Thank you for tuning in to the sermon webcast of Living Savior. We are one church serving in two locations, Asheville and Hendersonville, North Carolina. For more information, go to lsavior.org. Late Friday afternoon, they had been sitting and watching. Joseph of Arimathea had gone into the city. He had secured permission from the governor to take the body down from the cross. Now the women were sitting and watching opposite the tomb as Joseph and his assistant Nicodemus came rushing past, carrying with them spices and linens. They were going to wrap the body and prepare it for burial. The bruised, beaten, pierced, dead body. Meanwhile, the sun was going down in the west. They were hurrying because the next day, which was going to begin at sundown, the next day was the Jewish Sabbath, and all of them had to be back to those households where they were staying during the Passover festival. So quickly, very quickly, they finished their task, laid the body on the stone slab, stepped out of the tomb, rolled the big stone into the entrance of the tomb, and walked away. Scripture tells us that there were as many as five minutes, excuse me, five women observing this, sitting and watching. St. Matthew identifies two of them by name, each with the common name Mary. As we could imagine it, after that tearful Friday night, after a melancholy Saturday Sabbath, after a restless Saturday night, at the first glimmer of daylight on Sunday morning, the, the women met at the, the prearranged place. As they walked together toward the tomb, can you imagine their fearful hopes that earthquake that we just felt was awful one of them says I hope the aftershocks aren't as bad that big stone that our two friends rolled before the entrance another says I hope somebody's there to help us roll it away I'm sure we'll have time to continue to, to, to finish the preparations of the body for burial. But I'm afraid when I see that body again, I might collapse. Everything that I saw on that Friday, his agony, his crying out to the Heavenly Father, all that mockery. I don't know if I'm ever going to forget what that felt like, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm afraid I'm never going to understand why it occurred. I'd put my hope in him. But now I'm afraid he's not who I thought he was. Then they arrive at the tomb. They arrive at the tomb, and their hopes become much larger even as their fears diminish. 
you see there's this angel of the Lord. The very angel who arrived at the tomb with the earthquake, the one who rolled away the stone and sat on it, the angel who scared the the guards half to death, the one whose appearance was like a flash of lightning and whose clothes was as white as as snow, that angel immediately tells the women what has happened. But he begins with this. He says, do not be afraid. And he means it. Do not be afraid, he says. I know you're looking for Jesus who is crucified. He's not here. He's risen, just as he said. Sure, you can take a look where where they laid his body on Friday, but you're not going to find him. So once you've looked, go quickly and tell his disciples. Tell them that he's going to Galilee where he will see them there. Tell them that an angel of the Lord said this. St. Matthew tells us that the, the women rushed away just about bursting with joy and yet also fearful, afraid that that maybe what they had heard wasn't real, that maybe this particular hope wasn't going to last either. And who can blame them? Just two days earlier, they they had watched him die. And just a couple hours after that, they had watched the body, the dead body, laid in the tomb. But now as they walk away from the angel, suddenly Jesus is standing before them, Greetings, he says. There's this this worshipful, reverential, joyful moment as 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 they clasp him, as they hug him. And then he too tells them, do not be afraid, do not be afraid. Just go tell the disciples that I will see them soon. I hope, but I'm afraid. I've been saying that all my life, or at least thinking it, and I know you have too. I hope our our team wins the big game, but I'm, I'm afraid the other team is too good. I hope I get into that college I want to get into, but I'm afraid if I don't, I, I'm not going to get the job that I want. I'm afraid I, I someday meet that special someone because I'm afraid to spend the rest of my life all alone. I hope that all of this social distancing and stay-at-home requirements, I, I, I hope that it, it saves lives, but I'm afraid it's going to do a lot of damage. I hope that that illness does not come into my household because I'm afraid if it does, it could cost someone their life. I hope that someday, someday I can return to the work I like and to the routines I appreciate and to the, to the people I love to be with, to actually be with, but I'm afraid it's It's going to be a long, long time before that happens. I hope, but I'm afraid. Even even a three-year-old understands that. 
Even a three-year-old knows that certain things hoped for, they, they come true, they happen, but many, many, many of them don't, don't happen. Hopes are not always rewarded. Which is what makes this day, this Easter Sunday, this festival of the resurrection of our Lord, this truth that Christ is risen, this is what makes this day, this truth, this celebration so extraordinary, so glorious. Today, all of us hope that God will be our shield and fortress in all of our troubles, even in the, the troubles that are, are so fearsome nowadays. He will be our shield and our fortress. And there's no afraid in that hope because Christ is risen. Today, all of us hope that our Heavenly Father will provide each of his children with what they need. Not necessarily with what each of us wants, but with, each, with what we, each of us needs. And there's no afraid in that hope because Christ is risen. Today we can hope that our holy God will not hold our foolish worries and our faithless doubts against us. We can hope that our holy God will be merciful and forgive those and all of our sins. And there's no afraid in that hope because Christ, who died for our sins, is risen. Today all of us hope that God will fulfill every promise he has made, including this one, that on the last day he will raise all the dead and he will take us and all who have been brought to faith in Jesus, take us to a heavenly life where there are no more worries, no more fears, no more sorrows, no more separations from him or from one another. And there's no afraid in that hope because Christ is risen. I hope, but I'm afraid. Yeah, there are some things sometimes where I'm still going to need to say that, and you will too, because God has not guaranteed everything that, that we human beings hope for, and yet with what really matters, there's no afraid whatsoever. And you know exactly why. So do I. It's because Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. Alleluia. Hallelujah.